This is the Rich Eisen Show. The Rich Eisen Show with guest host Andrew Siciliano. I always like to get up at nine and go, oh, let me watch the last 14 seconds of the Jags game. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. And the victory formation with 13 seconds left. We welcome David Spade to the viewing broadcast. Earlier on the show, host of the Rich Eisen Show, Rich Eisen. Coming up, your phone calls, overreaction Monday, and more. And now, sitting in for Rich, it's Andrew Siciliano. Hey, everybody. Uh, hi, it's me. Rich is also here. Brockman's here. Del Tufo hey, and his 60,000 Instagram followers are also here. And TJ is here as well. Um, after a fun weekend. Like, it was a great weekend. Like, uh, Mario Cristobal's team didn't take a knee. And yeah, USC couldn't stop anybody. And Michigan won. Yay. And Syracuse got its butt kicked. I know there, was, there were NFL games. Smoked. Yesterday as well, uh, the San Francisco 49ers ended the Cowboys' Super Bowl dreams. They're all saying <laughs> um, because they have to go there again. If they face them again in the postseason, it's going to be there. <laughs> I'm sorry. They're not going to win there in January. The Cowboys are not going to go into Santa Clara well, well just and win in January. Let's just quit. Oh, yeah. And, and anyone realize the Eagles are still undefeated. They're 5-0. Oh, and oh. I got to call the first quarter of that game on Rams radio yesterday because good friend J.B. Long, voice of the Rams, great job, always does a great job, got stuck in San Francisco after doing Cal, Oregon, state bad weather canceled flights out of sfo saturday more sunday morning i get a text at like 9 45 can you call the game sure <laughs> go across the street to the first quarter then jb got there um but the eagles are really good yeah anyone notice yeah i think so and the patriots are the worst team in football yeah we said it we said it i don't i mean i don't think that's an exaggeration whatsoever. it's not an exaggeration that is not an overreaction here on Monday, they're the worst team in football. Panthers, Broncos, but they can actually score touchdowns. New England cannot. They cannot. And as we welcome Rich back in from his well-appointed hotel room in London. Rich, we were talking. <laughs> mintless. Yes. Yeah. Did you get that mint? Yes. 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 I'm mintless in Mayfair. That's what I'm doing <laughs> right now. <laughs> Chris, hey, I turned down, turned down service for you guys, so I better be here for the third hour. We're you know? happy you're here for the third hour. I ain't leaving. Chris asked the question, at what point does he, as a Patriots fan, stop watching and stop caring what his Patriots do on game well, day. Let's look you, at the you schedule. And I, let's look at the let's, schedule. Let's, let's call this. it the schedule. Oh, let's, let's do, do this. It. Let's do it. Let's you do and it. I, let's find out. Let's Jets and let's Patriots fans have gone through this before. It's 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 kind of like the, one of our favorite videos that we love to show is when uh, Mike Del Tufo uh, went ahead and um, <laughs> uh, tried to get Mister Wonderful to purchase <laughs> an app from him um, about about making sure what? that you. Uh, that no, yeah, he, he, it was an app about um, making sure that your your parents were alive because when they turn the phone on, it pings your app so that you know that they're still alive. And then, um, he, you know, Mister oh, Wonderful boy. said at one point, "So, oh, so you want to know the exact moment that your mom had died?" Is what he said. <laughs> so, the, in that respect, in that vein, very long way to go to basically funny. say, "I want to know the exact moment." that Chris Brockman is going to jump ship on the New England Patriots. And I see the schedule that's up there right now. Yeah, Rich, we got the Josh McDaniels Bowl Sunday. Yeah, Rich, am I Are point? you going to go to that now or you're not going to that oh, now? Oh, absolutely not. I mean, I'm going to waste $1,000 going to Vegas now. To I was watch, told, by watch. the way, I was I was told by the CBS crew that's that's here doing our games um, internationally that that's a Nansen Romo game. Oh, so, my God. Why? Oh. Because the, the crew there has, um, I don't think they've done a game in Vegas yet, and that's where the Super Bowl is. So it's oh, technically going to help everybody get run. ready for the Super Bowl. Yeah. Everybody yeah. gets to see exactly. you too, though. So yep. there's the Benny. Is that right? I don't know. The I'm sphere just tickets guessing. are pretty expensive. Um, so I, then I you got the Bills. The Raiders win tonight, right? So they're going to be decent. So that's a loss. I don't know loss, about that, by loss. the way. How do they beat? How do they, they can't keep up with the Commanders? So that's. I think it's at Miami, Chris. You're going to snap that right off a Week Nine game at home against no. the Commanders already. Yes. No. Okay. Hey, hey, let me jump in here, please. Uh, Chris, you and I both know you were snapping that television off at Miami when they put up a forty burger before halftime. You know that that's that's where you that's where you're broken. And rich, and you're rich, broken and as was, a human. And that was my broke. point in the break. I said, look, you know, I got the three TVs set up at home. What week do I just not put them on one of the TVs? 
And I, it might... that, that point is already here. I think the better question is, at uh... what point do you stop caring and stop there expending emotional energy? And Rich is a Jets oh, fan. I'm me as a Browns fan. We have been through this. I think I'm there already. For years. <laughs> you can help. Let us help for years. you. Let us help you, yes. Chris. Let us it's... help you. When... Hey, Andrew, when, when, when Brady left, I said to Chris, welcome to the rest of us. Yes. That is the words I said sitting in the chair in which you're currently sitting. I turned to Chris and I said, welcome to the rest of us, because at some point you're going to go through things that the rest of us have all gone through. He water skied behind those Brady yachts for 20 years and never really had to experience much other than Super Bowl disappointment <laughs> or the early season, you know, knee getting blown out, the Matt Castle disappointment Ooh, that only added you 11 wins that year. So <laughs> welcome the playoffs. to the rest of us. How how can how can Andrew and I, as Browns and Jets mm -hmm. fans respectively, help you through this? Very trying moment. Can I How give can a, we a little bit of yeah, advice? Like, what is your mindset? Like, do you still care? Obviously, we still care about football. We're still going to sure. watch. Yeah. But like, How you're, do you detach yourself care. from your favorite team in that manner? You never root against them because you're already thinking Caleb Williams or Drake Bay or, or Michael Penix. I mean, why, right. You're already thinking that. You can't root against them. Don't ever go there. But I did pick us to, to win. To be when the they lose, you, you just have to stop caring, which is hard. But it's the self-loathing you need to step back from. Like for example, gotta, when the team yeah. loses, I spend my Sunday night and my Monday night, and maybe there's a bottle of brown liquor in there as well. Yeah. But you spend that time going, I can't believe I spent so much mental energy and emotional energy yeah. leading up to this game because yeah. think of all the better things I could have done right. this past week, or if it's in, when it comes to baseball, like like Rich, you with the Yankees, or me with the Guardians. It's like, what have I done for the last six months? When it comes to TV time and emotional energy and the family events that could have, you know, I could have spent more effort in those things. Of or, course, or it's about being a better, more well-rounded person. Yes. Yes. It's the but let me explain, thing. though. I got to push back yes. here. Uh, when Trevor Lawrence was on the line, I was openly rooting for Jets okay. losses. And then when they finally won, <laughs> right. when they finally won, I was more angry than any time in my Jets fandom. Really? Um, Oh, my God, because I saw these moments that I'm going through right now coming down the pike. I saw them. I saw them. I'm like, I saw them. And 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 Trevor Lawrence, I, I saw him in person, and I just saw what he did. I just saw, saw him throw into second windows against the Bills' defense like it was nothing. I'm seeing what he's doing. By the way, 300-yard game for the first time uh, since last December, like we said. In what's you know what? Out, you will never guess the last 300-yard pass that the Bills gave up. I couldn't get that fact in because things were going too fast. Who was it? Jacoby Brissett, bro. No Jake Brissett, everybody. Oh, nice. Yes. Amazing. Jacoby Brissett, a couple of years ago. With last the guy who threw for 300 yards. Uh, no, I think he was on the Browns. Oh, wow. But if you look yeah, at brother, the, Pat the Patriots schedule, where is there a win? I, well, that's gonna, what I'm saying. You're still going to always have them on the television set. You're, you're still going to always see it. Certainly since you're going to start openly rooting for losses because that's the way through well, this is the kid Are you USC. really going to openly that's the way through it. for losses? Can you get there emotionally? Yes. You can. He's already there. Here's Andrew, where I think you're going to have a problem. nothing oh, at home to the I, Saints. Awful. To, Andrew, to a team Andrew that just, was offensively dysfunctional. The, the Saints the came in averaging we were, 15 points a game. Here's where I think you're going to have trouble as a Patriots fan. I don't know that you're truly bad enough because you still do have Belichick and there are going to be a few weeks where he schemes them up and they are even without Judon and Gonzalez. That's that, true. That they're going to get a couple wins here on this schedule where? that you don't foresee and Absolutely. they're not going to get one. So the question Dude, is, the do you Jets get the third or the fourth the or the fifth the Rams years pick? ago. Yes. Yeah. So, so here's the thing. But, but, Andrew, very, very well intended what you said. But look at the man you were just addressing. Look at the man. I'm, I'm looking at him right now, even though, you know, we're, we're separated by an ocean. Look at that man. He's a shell of a man. He is, he's a broken man. That's a broken man you're looking at right there. And 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 for those all those Jets fans out there speaking for them, there's a large cup of tears. But I love you so much, Chris. I can't be that guy. Plus, I love my wife, my brother-in-law, my son, yeah. everyone else that roots for the New England Patriots. I want them happy. I want you happy. I will be so, happy when Caleb Williams is on our team next Caleb year. Caleb Williams ain't gonna be a Patriot. Drake May or Michael Penix. I'll take any of the three. I'm not greedy. That. I am not greedy. Any of the three. You might get him.
And you trust Bill Belichick and Bill O'Brien to develop your quarterback. No. I can't believe I'm saying that no. sounds out loud, but I'm going to say no. it. No. Okay. No. Which is why I said before the year that this was Bill's last season in New England. Someone mm. else, please. And all due respect to Gerard Mayo. He's a great, he was a great player for us, and I'm sure he's going to be a great head coach. I don't want another defensive coach trying to lead a young player in this league when you need to score points to win games. Now that said, just uh, and then I, 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 just to move on to another subject matter, if you don't mind, from something that's in my head, um, I will say this: two weeks ago, Chris, two weeks ago, it's all it wasn't too far from this moment to then. Two weeks ago, I was in a pool of my own Jets drool, <laughs> staring at another season of Zach Wilson complete ineptitude. And you were Think the ones that. that avoided the 0-3 start going 1-2 and with nothing except the usual Bill Belichick, you know, voodoo and seeing ghosts and everything that he was is at the top of that game. I understand injuries have taken place since then, but anything can change. I'm telling you, there's some reason that Bill will try to figure something out. There might be something that happens here or there. You're not going to get Caleb Williams because, yes, Andrew is right that they are too good to get there. That said, you will never take them off your television set. But I'll just to pinpoint the exact moment you become the complete broken shell of a man that I think you are. I'm going to say 10 minutes into the second quarter of the Miami game. <laughs> I'm calling it right here. It's 35 nothing. Um, I won't go that far. But I'll say it's something damn close to that. Right, yeah, right. I, I will tell you the exact moment that you stop caring. Wednesday, October 25th at 4 p.m. Pacific, when the Celtics open up at Madison Square there you Garden. Go. That helps, too. To battle the well, New York there you Knicks. Go. There you that go, helps, Andrew. too. By the way, did you see Porzingis yesterday? Oh, baby! <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Are you doing preseason NBA takes here? Drew Holiday, Get out of here. <laughs> Just... Just I can't believe he's it. saying it. I text him yesterday, <laughs> and I go, hey, you know the Celtics Sixers are on ESPN. Wait. He wrote back, who cares? It's preseason. And then 10 minutes later, he was this like, was you see Porzingis? Yeah, yeah, yeah. you, you switched over to preseason NBA on an NFL Sunday. No, well, we I, got no I, was, I was scrolling highlights. I was scrolling highlights. Well, Porzingis had an alley dunk. I was like, oh, baby. And he plays for the Celtics now? Yes. Okay, just <laughs> making sure. Rich, your name is on the wall. What's the other thing you wanted to get to? No, it's okay. Uh, I want to talk about the Bengals because I was all yeah. in on them. Yeah, buddy. Um, and uh, I was all in on them being uh, in trouble. Um, and that, again, you know, despite overreactions and things of that nature, I, I just looked at how Burrow looked um, in that loss in Tennessee and looked at how they were turning down uh, contact on Derrick Henry, and that was not the type of defensive effort that I was used to seeing from Cincinnati. And their one in three start might be a hole that um, is difficult to dig out of completely because, you know, any mistake football, mistake ridden football, or a mistake here or there that might cost them a game and in a, a very tight league might cause them to miss a division crown or be seated a little bit lower in the playoffs than they're used to. Um, all together, though, what I saw in Arizona, and again, I understand that this is a team that performs way above itself, and a lot of folks think that the, you can't measure a team against them. The Giants are a perfect example. But the burrow that I saw and the Jamar Chase – that I saw and the defense that I saw is the Bengals team that I thought we would all see from week one, despite Joe Burrow being hurt in the preseason. I was very pleased for the Bengals fans out there to see what I saw. Uh, and, you know, we can confirm that Jamar Chase uh, <laughs> is indeed always effing open. Always open. <laughs> um, oh, my gosh. He, he, he backed up those statements. He had an incredible game. Burrow looked to me, uh, spry. He picked up a couple first downs with his legs, uh, slid on uh, on that leg, and then hopped up and did the Joe Burrow sort of ball drop for a first down. I liked the swagger. I liked some of the defense at the end of the game. I understand the Cardinals did make it a game late, but um, I I liked what I saw from Cincinnati. And how about that AFC North man? 
with the Browns on a bye and then the Bengals winning that game and the Steelers beating the Ravens, after five weeks, the team that got boat raced in week one by the San Francisco 49ers, the Steelers, are on top. And, you know, blame Canada, Matt Canada. Does he have a burner account? Does he not? What's going on with the run game? Najee can't run. Maybe they should use Jalen Warren more. All of the hand-wringing, and appropriately so, over that offense. They're 3-2, and two, and they're hitting their bye week in first place with a win over the Ravens, having kept their, their – they stood their ground against the Steelers and the Browns at home. You have to hold your turf at home in order to win games and win um win win divisions in the National Football League. And they did what they had to do in Vegas and they stumbled in Houston and they stumbled at home. You can't even call what they did against San Francisco a stumble. But how about those Pittsburgh Steelers getting it done? The Ravens, I can't wait again to see them here in London against Tennessee coming off of that loss to Pittsburgh that they had wrapped essentially. Uh, Picket to Pickens is something that we need to see a hell of a lot more of, but this just in, I think we will. And TJ Watt and the rest of that defense, Joey Porter with a big interception of Lamar in that game. That is exactly the type of Steelers game. It was ugly, but I don't see, I didn't see any pictures in those standings that were just up on the screen. And I do see Pickett and Pickens celebrating a big touchdown. So the Steelers being on top is just yet another of those moments that in Tomlin, you got to trust. And then put it all together. The Bengals are back. Can't wait to see what happens with your Browns, Andrew, when they come off of their bye this week against the 49ers. That is a big game. And I'm seeing the Ravens in London. The AFC North is just um, fascinating to me uh, in a way that uh, I think a lot of folks didn't see it coming. The way it's, excuse me, the way it swung yesterday with Bateman dropping a touchdown with Aguilar dropping a touchdown, with, I believe, the Ravens credited with seven drops. If you if you want to go to the PFF numbers, Lamar Jackson, I think, had the highest rating, like other than Brock Purdy, when it comes to quarterback performance yesterday, because that factors in the seven drops. Baltimore absolutely gifted that game. And it's very similar to what the Browns did there week two in primetime. Steelers defense gets credit. Slightly different. Yesterday was legitimate Dropping of touchdown passes. The Browns offense gifted them that game a little bit as well. But they have survived, Rich, to your point, without, for the most part, a legitimate NFL offense. I mean, they're not the Patriots, but their offense has done nothing. They did in the fourth quarter. Kenny Pickett is a fourth quarter gamer. We saw that down the stretch last year. But they hadn't done that. They hadn't done that at all they had two big plays the entire season the long one to pick it against the browns and the long one to calvin austin against the raiders other than that their offense had been putrid Mm -hmm. but the ravens let them hang around i mean if i I flip it to the team you're seeing if i'm john harbaugh here it's like i almost stole this one again three division road wins in five weeks with a decimated roster and then i'm going to london with house money Total house money. The flip side happened, which is you are going there knowing that you gave that game away. You could have been sitting pretty there with three wins already in the division and and you beat everybody, but it's exactly the opposite. And to your point, Mike Tomlin finds a way every way, every year. He sure does. Now they go into the bye and they're looking good. And, and, you know, again, this thing could be completely flipped. I mean, Cincinnati three weeks from now could sure. be on top and the Steelers are in last. And 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 again, um, I, I, I'm all for it. This is definitely the most coin flip division um, in football that houses a team that can go on a run to win it all. Right. I mean, the, the coin flip division that the AFC South is, I don't know if there's anybody that feels that, uh, oh, the entire division can go on a run. I think the Jacksonville team that I saw in London can go on a run. The Jacksonville team I saw in London is a prideful bunch that can hunt a quarterback and put points on the board. Um, And I can also see, you know, a handful of teams in the AFC, you know, North getting 
a, a long run going. Cincinnati's shown it. We're hoping to see the Ravens do it at some point. The Browns, as we all know, uh, if Deshaun Watson is healthy, they can go on a decent run, potentially deeper than anybody could ever imagine. I know that that's something that you dream of, Andrew. And then, you know, the Steelers, discount them all you want. But this team just uh, defied the odds getting blown out in week one to win three of their next four and hit the bye week in first place and hold their ground in division in in, in a way that, you know, we, we saw Cincinnati has not been able to. Uh, unbelievable, especially since they prevented the Ravens from going 3-0 and in division, mm-hmm. winning all their games on the road. That would have been a huge leg up for Baltimore, but instead, not so much. Something that had not happened since 94, that a team won three division road games in the first five weeks of the season. Had not happened since 94. The Chargers were the last to do it. Ravens had a chance yesterday. Uh, time to tell you about game time. Rich, uh, if you've had a frustrating ticket-buying experience wherever... You were trying to go to a game or a concert or anything. Uh, Maybe if you need a last-minute ticket deal and you need something last-minute to get you in the door, you should go to Game Time. Just download the Game Time app right now, uh, and then you could find something in your area that you want to go to. Maybe take the significant other to. Again, it's not just a game. It could be a concert. It could be theater. It could be anything. Go download the Game Time app from your favorite app store because game time takes the guesswork out of buying tickets create an account when you download it and then use the promo code rich r-i-c-h if you do that you get twenty dollars off your first purchase it's so easy obviously restrictions apply but go download game time right now or go to gametime.co to see the terms open your account redeem the code r-i-c-h and get twenty dollars off off download game time today last minute tickets lowest price uh guaranteed coming up more of a reaction from a sunday in the nfl on the rich eisen show let's talk o'reilly auto parts people or as you might know from their jingle o o o o'reilly auto parts they're in the business of keeping your car on the road O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the sleep number smart bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My Sleep Number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The Sleep Number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, everybody. It's Andrew sitting in for Rich Riches in London. Um, So George Kittle, happy birthday, turns 30 today. He celebrated his birthday last night by beating TJ's Cowboys 42-10 to and scoring three touchdowns. And I don't know if you saw this. Did anyone catch this during the game? Or did NBC know it was there and not show it? He should be fined. That's all. Did anyone see this? I I saw it this morning on Kittle's Instagram feed. So George put on Instagram, and again, happy birthday, the shirt that he was wearing under his 85. We have blurred it, but it basically says a word that begins with the letter F, (laughs) the Cowboys. 
And he lifted up his jersey, yes, to show that last night to the faithful. How about George Kittle? He wants to be a wrestler, TJ. I don't speak the wrestling vernacular here. That is a very wrestler thing to do. (laughs) Is it not? So, wait a minute. So, I saw that today, too. I forgot where it was here. Was it? No, I'm. Wow. That's that's great. No, I mean, um, so, I couldn't see you. So um, that that was that's blurred out. It said "f the Cowboys" yes. on his shirt. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. yep. Except no, no, said, who's going to lose to it's me in rock paper scissors again? Does that mean like said was F. that paying off a bet that he had F to do Dallas. that? It said know. bleep Dallas. It said f Dallas. Not not the Cowboys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know who lost to me in rock paper scissors again. What does that mean? See, I, I, I now it makes sense because after he scored yesterday, oh, yeah. I noticed he was throwing up like either a scissor or something. Oh. I didn't realize. So maybe he's playing a game with people at home, like when he scores. He was on. Oh, Mc- okay. He was on McAfee today and was like, "Oh, oh, I forgot I had that shirt on." Oh uh, yeah, oh. <laughs> I do not believe that. Yeah. So, so okay, <laughs> and I, I love the name of uh, Chicken Tendy for touchdowns. I like that. <laughs> Three-piece chicken tendy. I, did, <laughs> I didn't enjoy it at the moment, Rich, but I, Sorry, I'm humoring it now. Sorry, TJ. 42 to 10, by the way, <laughs> if you're scoring at home. Thanks, Andrew. wasn't <laughs> sure. As we're back on the Rich Eisen Show here uh, on the radio as well. And I'm sitting at the... Uh, at the Rich Eisen Show desk, it is furnished by Granger with supplies and solutions for every industry. Granger has the right product for you. Call, click Granger.com. Just stop by Rich's in London after calling the Jaguars' big win over the Bills. Um, we talked about the turf, Rich, earlier. Um, it did beg the question, looking at the result and, and the way the Jaguars came out of the gate so well. Did the Bills make a mistake by coming in on a Thursday red eye? and arriving on Friday. Or, well, I mean, and- right now, it sure looked it. I mean, we we were talking about it during the game, that it, the Bills looked like they were sleepwalking. They didn't look anything like the team that, that, again, they weren't just red hot. They were putting up numbers that we have not seen through the first four weeks of a season by any team, period. They were, they, they were in the realm of the 07 Patriots and the 99 Rams in terms of giving up fewer than 60 points and scoring more than 135 through the first four games of a season. They were on a roll by even the game they lost to the Jets. They led at halftime by 10. They they were that on fire coming in. And then they arrived Friday morning. And I, I again, the, the, I, I'm sure they have a sports science uh, program there, just like every other team. I mean, the Jaguars, as you know, have urinals that can actually test somebody's hydration as they do their business, as we say uh, in do? our uh, restroom. Really? Yes, they do. Yeah, like th- this is what. Yes, like they 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 have um, all sorts of uh, ways to measure your sleep habits or your blood or your oxygen levels. All those things. Every NFL team has that. And I've I've heard different ways of of handling it. One of them is what the Ravens are doing this week, which is you're going to make a week out of it. You know, it's more expensive to do that, and it's also taking your team away from their creature comforts of home. I mean, the Bills were at home all week long. They slept in their beds. They went to their facilities. They went to their locker rooms. They worked out on their own turf, and then they went to an airport, got on a plane, and slept all night long on the plane as best they can. Got here on a Friday, woke up, um, you know, uh, from their slumber on a plane. Got here on a Friday, went to their, you know, spot, did interviews, did a walkthrough, did other things, and then went to sleep and got on a schedule. And again, I'm a 54 year old guy though, I, and clearly I'm not an NFL player. All all I know is I'm dead tired, man. Like, I'm dead tired on Monday. I got here on Thursday. It's just tough. It's tough to figure out. It's tough to figure out time zones. It's tough to figure out where you are here. I would do it the way the Ravens are doing it, which is you get here on a Tuesday, on a Monday, and you start sleeping. And by Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, you got a shot at feeling like yourself. 
And I think what they're going to end up doing is let the let the players see some of the sights. I mean, Josh Allen had never been to London. And I'm sure he leaves here saying, I don't feel like I was in London. I mean, other than the fact that the buses I was driving in or riding in with the rest of my teammates were on the other side of the road. You know what I mean? Like, that's the only way you get that sense of it. Uh, that's the way I would do it. I've been told the Titans are going to do it the same way the Ravens did, which is show up here Friday, get some rest, do a workout, do a walkthrough, get some rest, go to the stadium, play and fly home. I don't know. But but it it certainly looked that way. And I know part of what the NFL was doing by having the Jaguars go back-to-back weeks is to see how a team performs in that way because the NFL is thinking about having a team based over here, I guess, or a bunch of teams based over here. I don't see it. I don't understand it. I don't know how it would work. You know, we're hearing that next year they're going to add Spain to an international schedule. Um, that's in the works. Yeah, fantastico. And, you know, I, I, I just don't know. I don't know how you could have a team over here where they would go on like a four-week road trip to the domestic United States and then have a four-week homestand where teams would – just keep coming over here. It's just such a competitive. You think short weeks uh, at home are 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 a competitive advantage over the teams that that are traveling? Well, then why don't you why don't you try flying over the Atlantic Ocean on for size? Certainly, if you got to have a team from the West Coast come over here. Last year, Seattle when they went to Munich, they arrived, I believe, on a Thursday. They flew off on a Wednesday, arrived on a Thursday, and when they arrived, we met them at their practice. And they were flying around, man. They were flying around and just, you know, music was blaring and Pete Carroll's running around. And it was everything you'd expect out of a Seattle um, workout. And then we met them in the meeting rooms and they were like, "We this season's awesome. Gino's great. We're on a roll. Then we met with the, the, the Bucks the next day and it was like businesslike. Total business-like. And Brady, this is when Brady was going through his personal issues, and he was talking about things not working out in the run game. And we went back to the meetings and our production, and we thought, Bucks are going to get their asses kicked. And we all know it was the exact opposite. So go figure, man. I have no idea how these international games are working out because I thought, you know, um, the Bills were going to come in here on some sort of a roll, and Jacksonville would have its hands full. It was the other way around. And maybe it's because Jacksonville's been here for a week and we'll see what the NFL takes away from that in terms of a competitive advantage. And that's what I wanted to get to is that I wonder in retrospect, it's easy to be the Monday morning travel quarterback here. If the Bills don't regret getting there late, not, not just because it's hard, as you said, it's hard to get off the plane, readjust, have a game 48 hours later. That's hard enough as it is. But because the Jaguars had so much extra rest, and Travis Etienne and some other guys said, we just knew in the locker room, we were so loose, we were so ready and so rested that they clearly had the advantage. If you're going to do the Friday arrival thing, I'm fine with it, right? But I would hope that you don't do it against a team that had an extra week head start. And that that just yeah. doesn't seem to me like a fair fight. And I'm with you. I don't know how they eventually they're going to expand. I mean, they're they're the NFL is dead set on expanding, whether it's Spain or multiple games there and multiple teams there, whatever. I think they're bigger logistical things, like just from a, a pure HR standpoint, like like taxes or or healthcare for your family or schools for your kids. I, I mean, just it, don't there's think so many moving pieces to getting something there full-time i know we collectively as a league talk a big game and we will continue to expand over there i get it but having something semi-permanent there to me whether it's collectively bargaining with the union or, or finding out all the other logistics and business um and hr stuff it just seems to be further than closer at least for me but you're you're far closer to the situation there. Uh, I've got to tell you, th- there is, and and I understand, you know, NFL fans and maybe the rest of the guys there in the, in the studio, you would agree, um, aren't into the whole, you know, international thing. The only thing you like about these international games is it gives you a fourth window of football, right? I mean, um, but being here and seeing the fans it is an incredible way to grow this sport and which you have to do. I mean, you have to do that. Certainly you'd see how the NBA is a global sport and you could see how baseball 
um, with having some generationally brilliant, brilliant players coming from Asia over to the United States. You see the Caribbean. You see so many other countries making this an international sport, the World Baseball Classic, uh, much to the dismay of TJ and Mets fans, um, is an exhibition that that I think most people love. But, you know, the NFL has to do this. And being here and seeing the fans firsthand loving this and just the atmosphere, you know, uh, singing Sweet Caroline coming back from a uh, two-minute commercial break and just seeing the the pageantry and the enjoyment the NFL, it makes complete sense to keep expanding the international schedule. But to just expand, we don't have – take a look at the quarterbacks in, in the league right now, uh, honestly. And and there's not enough. There's not enough. <laughs> and you're going to, what, start start diluting that pool because you want to put a, a, a team in Madrid? You want to put a team in, in London year-round? Um, that one makes no sense to me. But to export – games internationally to come up with a full international schedule that there are 16 games internationally that there's a handful in germany a handful in the uk a handful in um maybe you know a couple other places in europe i'm hearing brazil as a spot uh potentially uh asia maybe sending a, a game to japan is something that's in the works i'm hearing a lot of good stuff out of that um and it, it makes sense for the league to do it, but to expand and put teams in here, uh, I, I I don't know how that's workable. I mean, honestly, uh, just to bring my entire you know day with you guys on this show full circle, Cowboys-Niners, game of the day, obviously didn't turn out to be that, but game of the weekend, marquee game, looking forward to it. One, one o'clock in the morning kickoff? Really? How's that going to grow the sport? Germany, it's two in the morning. It's just very difficult to do that. But if you put a game or two here that starts at two in the afternoon, whole country sees it, feels the energy in the town. They all show up in their jerseys that they bought, you know, when they were in high school back in the 80s and show up to the games in their, you know, Ricky Waters gamers, you know, like that's pretty cool. And it's a great way to sell the sport. I just don't see it as a feasible opportunity to to keep it going two final thoughts on on these games here number one do you guys have some kind of fun scheduled for derrick henry king henry i don't know week? i don't think the i don't think the brits would greatly appreciate it i'm, I'm I, I made one reference to it during the game you know they 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 take their royalty somewhat seriously here i believe so the fact that i would say you know move over king charles the third here comes a running back um, I don't know if they're into that idea entirely. Okay. That's number one. Number two, you 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 quipped earlier about Gardner Minshew yes, in sir. Frankfurt. I think the Germans will love Gardner Minshew. You know what? Uh, he does have a good sprockets type feel to him. He should show up looking like that, like Dieter. He should come off the plane like Dieter. But I don't know, man. And 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 why? What did do this one thing? Because I didn't. I, I haven't been able to figure this one out or or see anything why did jonathan taylor get so few snaps uh, zach moss was working i think and, zach moss and, was working um zach moss may join us later this week by the way number two i, I think the whole pitch count thing taylor had a couple of days of practice but that was his first practice um i mean going back to that okay. first time i think he got on the field for a hot minute did he even get on the field in training camp i think they wanted to pitch count no. him ease no, him in and uh they didn't give him that much what a fantasy, what a fantasy hosing that was. It's like you Cooper know. Cup got the entire first half, you know, got over 100 yards in the first half, and in the second half, the Eagles clamped it down, but you got your first half. Jonathan Taylor, you you, you never we really got, nothing. got that. Rich, question for you. Um, So I was watching yes, you on Sunday. Again, great job. I was a little bit behind, you. Uh, you know, from pausing, going to the bathroom, whatever. So there was about 30 seconds left. I went to turn my volume up and I accidentally switched the channel, which as you know, oh. if you're behind, you lose what's going forward. Oh. So oh, no. I got to know when we got to the 15 second mark, oh. did we yes. shout out David Spade? Yes, we oh, did. I forgot that. Oh, I, complete, I was so mad, man, because I had it queued up and then I hit it was the perfect. wrong button. It was perfect. It was perfect because it was time to just take a knee. It was after the, uh, you know, um, fumbled opportunity to try and hook and ladder 
There, by the way, I was thinking about you guys the entire last two minutes. Brockman in the two minute um warning texted me got to give spade a shout out (laughs) um but i was already thinking about it yeah i was already i brought it up in the in the in the production meeting as well so it wouldn't surprise the rest of the professional crew (laughs) that i would take a moment for us you know to use a killborn phrase meaning me as well um so uh yeah i was thinking about that Mm -hmm. but i was also thinking about before you know because I'm trying to keep people interested, trying to come up with how much time is left, sure. you know, based on on the no more timeouts and you punt it, it's going to get down to like less than 30 seconds. And I even turn to Kurt and I'm like, you know, hey, th- there's going to be time left on the clock. It may be a dumb and dumber type chance for the Bills, but there's still going to be something. And then, <laughs> then the Jaguars um, pinned Buffalo in deep. But I brought up the fact and gave us a shout out on our show on the Roku channel every single day by saying josh allen don't you remember we once asked him how far can you throw a football mm-hmm. yeah. and and he said 70 yards didn't he yep that's what he said so, yeah mm-hmm. and so i'm like we're, we may get a chance to see it so i was kind of disappointed that the pitchy pitchy woo woo <laughs> did not result in giving us one allen heave did you call it a pitchy pitchy woo woo i did not okay i did not i did not but that's the, you know, the Scott Van Pelt shorthand. But what that did do once Trayvon Walker recovered it was to give a sort of change of uh, personnel timeout on the field, getting set for one kneel of the football. And thus, with the game over, I felt I could <laughs> then use <laughs> that moment right for us and I welcome did. David Spade to the viewing audience for the first time. <laughs> Of course, not explaining that the reason why I did that is because he was on the Rich Eisen show the previous Wednesday, calling, watching London games that start too early for him on the West Coast, wake up at 9.30 and watch the last 15 seconds of a Jaguars game. Didn't mention that, but I did give him a shout out, TJ. So yes, I did. Fantastic. Utterly fantastic. And I still got to call this upcoming yes. week. So they, so yes, so I'm here. I'll be here all week. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> Ravens and Titans coming up Tottenham Stadium, NFL Plus, NFL Network this Sunday. Rich remains in London. Coming up next, uh, some final college football thoughts from the weekend. And an update on Anthony Richardson's shoulder as Shane Steichen is currently on a podium. You're watching The Rich Eisen Show. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung, and that means spring cleaning, or at least the partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. What is the furthest you've ever thrown a football, Josh? The furthest was in Wyoming, so I did get a little assistance from the elevation. Yes. Uh, but it was right around 83 yards. Right, ar- yeah. <laughs> right around 83. Yeah. Are we rounding up or are we rounding down to the 83, Josh? We are probably rounding up just a little bit, but uh, yeah, 83 was, uh, that was the number. 
So, I don't know. I'm looking up to see if you're playing in Denver at all so you can play, you can get a little bit of uh, some altitude. Can you do that in an NFL game, you think? I mean, there was one game, I think it was my rookie year against the Dolphins. Um, I, I threw a ball staying near as hard as I can, and I my receiver was 60, 70 yards downfield, and I overthrew him just by a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> you airmailed him. I did, and that that was just one of those like I didn't I didn't feel like I threw it as hard as I could, but my hip fired so hot, and it just came out of my hand extremely well, and it was spinning, and um, it was a little warm in Miami, so it might might have flown a little farther, but uh, it was just one of those that just kind of even uh, blew me off guard. So uh, something I've toned down a little bit though, and I feel like I've got a little more control on my my sure. ball right now. Oh, understood. No accuracy and is is something that you definitely have improved on, as we have seen. So let's just walk me through this. At some point during a game in your career, let's just say it could even happen this this weekend against New England, where you have to throw a hail mary to win it. Uh, at what yardage do you say to your coach, "I still got this. Give it to me." Your own probably, what? Your own what? We're like I know I can get the ball in the air um, and get it probably get four or five yards even in zone. Probably around the thirty-five. Your own thirty-five. Yeah. Okay. Because you know you're probably going to have to avoid a rush a little bit, even if they're coming at you with three man. You're going to have to roll out a little bit. So right around your own thirty-something yard line, you can you can get it in there. You think so? Yeah, I think so. Unbelievable. Conversation. Just stop it. You guys cannot have that conversation. Hi. Andrew hey. sitting in for Rich. Oh Rich is still with hey. us. It's my job to tell you here um, about AutoZone. The fact that you can stream the NFL and Westwood One for free. Sponsored by AutoZone Game tonight in Vegas. Got the Packers and the Raiders. Uh, Devontae Adams should be able to go. Aaron Jones now seems like a big question mark. Anyway, it's sponsored by AutoZone. All season long, you can listen to every Westwood One broadcast of the NFL live on the NFL app or by asking Alexa to open WWO Sports or on your Westwood One affiliate station's digital platforms. You can stream Kevin Harlan and Kurt Warner and Rich all season long yeah. for free and get in the zone with AutoZone. AutoZone's free battery testing and charging is available for free at your local AutoZone. Get in the zone, Rich. AutoZone. No. Restrictions do apply. Okay. Now, I know that you waited up uh, until the wee hours of the morning to see the yeah. 49ers plant their flag on the Cowboys' hopes of the Super Bowl run. I, I highly doubt, I'm going to assume that considering you guys had your game, Jaguars-Bills, uh, you did not stay up to see Mario Cristobal and the Miami no, that Hurricanes. Was, that was something we all talked about on Saturday morning. We could not believe um, we were talking about it. The entire crew talking about it. Kurt was like, what What was that about? We were like, it had to be fourth down, right? And then we saw the video like, no, nope. it wasn't. And then we saw that poor kid um, on uh, Hurricane on the Hurricane bench basically saying, what the F are we doing? Hmm. Um, and um, I, I don't know. I'm, I, I honestly cannot compute how you do not take a knee right there. I just don't get it. Um, that is what you call coaching malpractice. That's what that's what that that's what that one was called right there. You know. Here's what and Mario what Cristobal said after the game to try to make sense of it. You know, when the drive started, it was going to be at 157. You know, and um, we could burn about 127 off, and then it was recalibrated. Um, it should have taken a timeout right there at the end. Thought he could get the first down and. And we talked about two hands on the ball, but that's not good enough. Just should have told him to take any in. That's it. Fumbled the ball at 25, and they went 75 yards from two plays. So, no excuse. No, there was no confusion on there. We were moving the pile. We were, you know, had a pretty good drive going. And just, again, you know, we like to think that uh, just that's it. And there's no other, not going to make an excuse for it or, Say you should have done this or that. That's it. You know we should have should have done it. You know sometimes just get carried away with it. Hey, just finish the game and run it. But I should have just stepped in and said, "Hey, just take a knee." I mean, no confusing. That's, no confusion. It's obvious. Donald I mean, Trey it's obvious. I, I I I mean, wow. what do you say? There's nothing to be said other than the fact that in the you know the the fog of the moment they got caught up and I don't know how nobody's like why are we running this. Uh, I imagine he's, you know, nobody's ever seen Joe Pisarczyk. <laughs> you know, they've never seen that 
footage of the miracle at the Mer- uh, uh, at the Meadowlands. I-, I honestly don't know. There's no other words for it. And um, he he knows. I mean, he knows better. I don't know how the hell that happened. Kurt couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. The whole crew couldn't believe it. That's all we were talking about when we woke up Sunday morning. Donald uh, was that. Cheney Jr. got over 100 yards, I believe, on that final carry. I think that might have factored. Some have suggested that. The other thing, um, our good friend Drew Christensen, NFL Network producer, um, showed me yesterday morning Miami end-of-game situations already this season. The guy doesn't take a knee. He doesn't. He just runs it out. That's what he does. And last night, or rather Saturday night, um, it bit them. Also, maybe, Wall, uh, you were... Sleeping with with good reason. USC somehow survived in triple overtime. And Caleb Williams is a superhero. And obviously we know all those things. And they beat Arizona. Jed Fisher's return to Southern California. 43-41 to 41 in triple overtime. Great. Everyone has a close one. USC has yet another close one. But the way USC's defense has performed. And our good friend uh, Daniel Jeremiah tweeted during the game. There's absolutely nothing that USC's defense does well right now. No one takes more bad angles, more bad tackling, more blown coverages than USC. There is no way they're going to get through the schedule that remains. This week, NBC, the 7.30, the nighttime kickoff at Notre Dame, who lost on the road at Louisville. Jeff Brom with another top 10 upset. Then Utah, then Cal, then Washington, Oregon, UCLA. Right now, three ranked teams to close out the season. USC is in trouble, Rich. I'll say it right now uh, with I that defense. They're I don't in know. trouble. That's with that defense, but they got the they got the best quarterback college football is sending to the pros and uh Maybe since Peyton Manning, I'm serious. I mean, that's how good this guy is. Even you know, again, uh, Kurt is my quarterback Sherpa. And on the way to the game on Sunday, we talked about uh, three college football items. One that Oklahoma beat Texas, and how that was just a gut punch to the whole Texas is back hopes for them. Maybe they face each other in a Big Twelve final and can reverse the fortune and make the playoffs. Another one was obviously Mario Cristobal not having a crystal ball, you know, and then the last one being what you're talking about and how, um, yeah, USC's defense isn't all that great. And that's what cost him against Utah. But Kurt said there was one throw that Caleb Williams made going all the way to his right, thrown all the way to his left um, or one of the other throw it left all the way to his right and saw somebody. I said, that's Mahomes, right? And I know Kurt throws these around like manhole covers. He goes, yeah, Mahomes. He is the next Mahomes in a way that you normally wouldn't want to peg somebody else, but I really feel he is. And so I wouldn't say that USC is dead in the water or in trouble with that kid. He can he can correct a lot of uh, arm tackling by the other side. And and there is a line. As it stands, I agree with you. He's the ultimate deodorant. They have five <laughs> ranked he, teams here. I'm sure he represents one. Six. He I'm probably sure he's, that's should. part of his NIL. I mean, he's Maybe got, that's, he's got he amazing just, NIL deals. Give him his, uh, his 15th million on his NIL. Uh, thanks for having me, guys. Thanks, thanks, for, good job, thanks Rich. for being here, Rich. Rich, thanks for joining Rich us. Rich Eisen, everyone, live from London, uh, head of Ravens, Titans, Sunday, NFL Network, NFL Plus. For Rich, I'm Andrew. For Chris, we're Del Tufo. For TJ, see you.